Well, hello. Hello. I said that like um, Brenda Dixon in that Welcome to My Home I video. I said my hello like a ghost because it's Ooh, Halloween. it's Halloween. Well, hello. Boom. Like you just caught us. I'm Dennis Hensley. And I'm Tony Tripoli. And, and we're sitting on... The Comedy Couch with Dennis Hensley and Tony Tripoli. That's right. It's actually Halloween afternoon. Well, six o'clock. It's true. Uh, so if the doorbell rings... Oh, I, we do have some candy some left over kid from my birthday. Dressed like Lady Gaga. That's right. Or, uh, I'm expecting that to be hot. Um, and we'll just, we'll, we'll wing it. Although in years past, we've not had trick-or-treaters. We're always gone. We try to get the hell out. Uh, on Halloween. Yeah. Although I do remember one year we were both leaving and suddenly, ding dong, there was a kid at the door and uh, I had to give him a protein bar. Oh yeah, cause because we were because we didn't have any candy shit. in the house. Yeah, and I did it. I just threw it in there really quick, and he and the kids' eyes lit up like, "Wow, full size!" A big yeah. And I was like, "Wow, wait till kid, you taste it." He it's cardboard. It's a terrible three hundred calorie, eighty pro, pro gram of protein yeah. metrics piece of crap bullshit. That also set me back like four and a quarter. Probably. Yeah. So um, so happy Halloween. Well, at least it was only one kid. Yeah, and then we got the sh- got the f out of here. Yeah. So um. We read some viewer mails or I know. listener mail. I love now that it's become so self-reflective that I all know. we do on the podcast is talk about the podcast. Well, that's, you know, at least we're not complaining. That's true. I'm trying here. I'm tab desking as fast as I can. What um, do we got? We had a really great email from Norma. I love where her. Where she gave me my favorite podcast-related quote of all time, which was... It's better than Mad Men. Better than Mad Men. Yeah. So uh, she wrote in uh, last Sunday... First of all, based on last week's shows, I think you're so much better than Mad Men. I'm so over Don slash Dick, um, and I know that they're writing it that way, but the teacher is a nightmare, and I'm just hating everyone right now. I'm sure we've click, click, clicked up to the top of the roller coaster, but right now I don't care about any of them. On the other hand, you two are riveting, not least of all because you like each other. Everyone on Mad Men hates each other. Way better. That's I, true. I really like that she's backing up her assertion. Yeah. Um, she also um, said... That she loved that Eric and Eric also described the podcast as riveting. Right. Riveting is the word that goes around. My ex so, sent uh, me an email that said riveting in the subject line. Yeah. And I was like, oh, this is going to be fun. To I open. just wanted to send another shout out to Eric and Eric. Yeah. When are you going to hook that three-way up? Well, are they going to come to the Mismatch Game, which is at the Renberg Theater next Saturday and Sunday? The, the 7th and 8th. 7th and and 8th. the 7th is at 8 p.m. and the 8th is at 7 p.m. So Saturday yes. at 8. Sunday, Sunday at, at 7. seven. And, and it's going to be amazing. You can get tickets at lagaycenter.org or probably just show up. It's 15 bucks, which works out to a dime a laugh. Oh, a laugh. A penny a laugh. Penny a laugh. Yeah. It's very funny and fun. Um, Norma goes on to say, by the way, Dennis, did you notice the people without heads theme? Uh, First, there were the kids without heads that Anderson Cooper was supposed to be playing Celebrity Jeopardy for. And most recently, it's the three-way people without heads. Right. I'm loving this. And then the middle one, of course, was that you had fucked the heads off a bunch of kids during the Boston I, Tea Party. I may have done so. Yeah. Which so that's a an lot. interesting. Uh, it's a recurring theme. I love that. Yeah. She, she also, thinks it's the Da Vinci Code. She also wrote back a couple days later, uh, just two After days ago. After she, she called in on the Derek uh, on the and Frank said, show. "Hey, Dennis and Tony, I heard you guys on the radio. You're yes. so great." Um, and I heard you talking about Atlanta Man on the radio. So let That's me just Tony's stop Atlanta Man. to just say that uh, Dennis Hensley did a whiz-bang job guest hosting for the very talented Frank DeCaro on the Frank DeCaro show. This uh, last week. This past week with co-host Doria Biddle, who is a talent. Adore her. And uh, a lot of callers were very supportive. A lot of people saying, yeah, you should be on the radio all the time. And you know, Got some it was nice really, emails. Really nice. Yeah, it was great. Um, I came on on Tuesday and did a 
truncated version of the Craigslist three-way bombshell story. Right. And the phone's li- phone lines lit up, Dennis. People were very... We were fielding calls. People were... The viewers... Because here's the thing. They do this thing called unscreened where people call in and they don't even screen the calls and they just go by area code and they say, 416, you're on the Frank DeCaro show. And then okay. they'll say whatever they want. And when you listen to unscreened, you think the listeners are like the crazy people literally sling blade people <laughs> they're all like there's a reason there are screeners yeah like okay you get it some are funny whatever they're people all can't irreverent put a bunch of words they're together into but the form of a thought. really it does not you know you think wow but then when you told your whole story the insight that they had about the whole situation and that yeah the, the level of the discourse gave, shot right up they got it out they were like see because they were not they don't want to see you treated bad, and I second that emotion. Yeah, and um, they said, "Stop in the name of love." They really, I mean, people shut it down. They it shut was it a lot down. of tough love. It was a lot Mr. of tough Tripoli, Yes, and which I think, is probably in order. And P.S. At least it's love. Like at this it's point, love. I'll take it if it's tough. Like that. Right. Maybe I'm a piss bottom now. I don't you even are. know. You I don't even want... know. But if I someone's not want... going to treat you good, then that's it. So this one. Um, so then that day I went to work after being on the radio with you in the morning. Right. And I got like a dozen different emails to my personal website, TonyTripoli.com. Right. From people who, you know, I guess Googled me. I, I think maybe I mentioned TonyTripoli.com yeah, on the radio. for sure. And people were like, oh, you know, here's what you need to do. And people had full-on revenge fantasies. This one yeah. guy sent this two-page email about, here's what you needed to have done. You needed to tell Eric. Um, I like When he answered scenario. the Craigslist ad, you needed to book him, but tell him um, for 5 o'clock tomorrow. And then you still do the three-way at 2 o'clock with, like, the two hottest guys you can put together. And then at 5 o'clock, when he rings the doorbell, you answer the door all sticky and just covered in it. And you laugh and go, ha, 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 you're too late once again. And you slam the door in his face and then go back and fuck those other two guys again. Fantastic. Like, it was really revenge right. and twisting the knife and yeah. stuff that, you know, Eric probably deserves. But whatever. Re- revenge is a, de- a dish served best sticky. It is. Yeah, it really is. It really is. And... um. So uh, then there was this one guy from Atlanta that wrote a really charming uh, email about how he wanted to sweep me off my feet. And I wrote back to all of the emails um, because I was raised right. Um, And he also included a picture. And he was, you know, I I find him attractive in his photo. And big smile, little ass. Big smile, little ass, the deadly combination, (laughs) the key to Tony Tripoli's heart. Um, So Mr. Atlanta, big smile, little ass. Came, his uh, Indian name said, "Yeah, that was a Native American name before we, uh, you know, raped their people and stole their land." Um, he said, "And I'd love to, you know, show you around Atlanta." Well, of course, I lived there for a year, my sophomore year of high school. Yeah. So I was like, "Oh, I'm a done deal. If you take me to Po Folks and get me a giant biscuit with molasses and some sweet tea in a jelly jar and a plate of fried gizzards, and then the next morning you have to take me to the Shoney's breakfast buffet." So right. now I'm like dropping local right. flavor on his ass. So now he's full on. He full on has a boner. Yes. At this point, because we've yeah. now talked about food, right. and I'm in, always love to talk about food, so whatever. So I called back to the radio show on Thursday right. to give the update that I was so touched by the flood of support and da da da, and the, and the shit calling, Atlanta, the tender shit calling, sure, and the guy in Atlanta that was very cute and right. who I had been emailing back and forth with. No, I'm not going to Atlanta. Because, as I said before, I'm not going there because Tyler Perry lives there. That's right. But, uh, but I would, you know, but if he were to come to L.A., we could totally meet. Right. You know what I mean? And let's be honest, probably do it in his hotel room. Right. And then we could share a Toblerone 
from the mini bar uh. afterwards. Um, and so Norma wrote in that after hearing you talk about Atlanta Man on the radio, may I suggest that you never bring him to see Phantom of the Opera? Well, I don't get that. Remember I told the story about when I took Eric? To Phantom of the Opera, oh, which shit. was right before we broke up, yeah. and the chandelier, the guy came out and caught, the yeah. stagehand came out and caught the chandelier right. that came crashing to the ground in the yeah. most slow motion, too many safety cables, yeah. really, really bad they effect. They were so phoning it in. For $120 a ticket. Yeah. Yeah. And Norma says, I blame the disappointing chandelier for much of Shitstorm 09. Shit, and I Norma think that's is a amazing. genius observation. It's true, but I didn't experience it. Did I get it? Did I catch it from you? It, that chandelier really chandelier? kind of represents the year. It's supposed to be this big, sparkly, happy, happy yeah. expense, and it just—it's fucking moving way too slowly. It's very sad, and it's just enormously disappointing. I think she nailed it. So I love Norma for that. Yeah, um, Norma's awesome. Then we got this really great uh, email from John in OC in the Orange County. Orange County. Oh, here. good. Maybe he can come to mismatch. I hope he does. Um, Dennis and Tony. Dennis, as much as I like Frank DeCaro, hearing you fill in for him was a nice change of pace. You did a fantastic job, and I hope they bring you back sometime soon. Isn't that Thank nice? Thank you very much. Tony, it, it seems like you have a lot to offer a guy. You're hot, you're funny, and I hope you find someone soon who treats you better than your ex did. Thank, Thank you. you both for the last John from OC. Isn't that nice? Love it. I right just wrote that one because it was complimentary to me. Yeah. I know I acted like it was I was reading it because yeah. you did such a good job hot. on the radio. Yeah. It was really all about that sentence where he wrote, you're hot. <laughs> now, I don't want to quibble, but he didn't use an exclamation point. Which I, you know, no, I respect meant... that. I feel like exclamation but, points are overused. Well, that's a mark of immaturity. I like as a nice... writer. All right, I, I'm not. I'm as I said, I'm willing to take it. But yeah. so you know, John from the OC. Hey, yeah. mismatch game. Check it out next weekend. Yeah. And then the last um, one is really, really great. And it's the the title, the subject line says, "Love the podcast." National disgrace. You are not on TV. Dear Dennis and Tony, I really love the podcast. Apart from making me feel better about my life, you boys are very wow. funny. Thank you. My normal reaction after listening is, thank God I am not a 40-something gay man in Los Angeles, and instead am lucky enough to be a worn-out 50-something post-op tranny living in exile in D.C. <laughs> is that Tori in D.C.? Is that yes. Tori in D.C.? You know Tori in D.C.? Yeah, Tori's a regular listener of Derek and Romaine. And Tori is so fucking brilliant and smart. But I love that... Yeah. We, I'm worried that we complain too much. Right. And we're giving this self-described worn-out 50-something post-off tranny yeah. living in exile. We're showing her that things could be yeah, worse. Yeah, they could be. You could be, yeah. You could find yourself in West Hollywood oh. on a Friday night accidentally. So she says, um, it's a national disgrace that you two do not have some sort of TV show. I cannot believe that someone as funny as Dennis is out of work. I always I had know, faith. it's crazy, right? It is amazing. Let's take a moment for that. Oh, shit. I always had faith that Hollywood knew talent when it was thrown in its face. Clearly, yeah. I have been misinformed. I Keep wasn't... smiling and remember, however bad it gets, it can and will get worse. Tori in DC is amazing. <laughs> Tori is so wise. Smart, smart, too. I um, love the trainees. I've said it before. I feel like that's the fucking toughest road to hoe. And the, the trannies that it's, it's fucking the make it to the other side. Row, too. Yeah, well, you know, when they, <laughs> the ones that make it to the other side have a wisdom and a capacity for kindness and generosity that is unparalleled. Yeah. And we need to fucking really, really rethink the way we fucking treat the tranny community because they fucking, man, they go through it and come out on the other side still yeah. never fucking bitter and hostile and angry and horrible. Like, But I've never still... been unkind to a tranny. Have you? You no, I never have. General? I think they're heroes, but I really feel like yeah. it's just they're easy punchlines, right. and it's too like no. Well, and I think there's dude. a lot of people don't understand a lot of it. You know, there's a lot of um, 
ignorance and so forth. Yeah. So and such. And a Felicity Huffman movie alone. Yeah, that ain't going to do it. That, that, it's going to take more than that. But Tori still. was um, very brilliant this week because we were talking about Liz Taylor's tweets about Michael Jackson's yeah. This Is It. She can't... Well, wait. Michael Jackson's what? Oh, I call it... Michael, the new Michael Jackson movie, that's what I call it. This Is It. Yeah. This I call it. it This Is It. <laughs> this Is It. So I call it, well... I'm a little Jewishy it. when I do yeah. it. This Is It. Um, so we were talking about Liz Taylor's insane tweets about this is it, how she was up in the middle of the night, and Dory and I decided that there's somebody that, that tweets for her. Oh, for sure. And I think Tori was who fleshed it out. There's a, a working class British guy named Trevor and mm. Ni- uh, Trevor and is it Nigel? And they have a shift, and one's in the night and one's the day. Which one is the one that's dating Clive? I don't know. Maybe Nigel or whatever, but they have to take tweets for Liz Taylor. Nigel, take a tweet, you know, and then she takes a tweet and they tweet it out. But they're very, you know, Tori uh, does their voices really good, but I don't. But they alternate, and maybe sometimes they get, bring her a bacon sandwich or something. And who is it that works the night shift? Um, is Nigel? Trevor has oh. the night shift. Nigel has the day shift. So Nigel's probably doesn't have to work that much. Cause so Nigel's never actually met. No. She's passed out. Elizabeth. She sleeps the, through his entire shift, shift every day. And Trevor He's worked there the for years. Yeah. Never, never heard her utter a peep. And Trevor has the heavy lifting to do. At least. Literally. Oh, so there's it, that. Yes, to be sure. I don't think she starts taking yeah. the, blue, uh, the blue pills until, what, 6 a.m. But I love that she's still kind of spunky, even via tweets. Because really, I mean, yeah, I thought she might not be here. Oh, no. Point. Oh, yeah. She, well, I mean, she's certainly cheated death. Yeah. Let's just, I mean, For I don't sure. mean that. That's not unkind, is it? It's good. She used to make <sighs> another movie, though, so the last one is The Flintstones. One of the, um, one of the girls at work, her parents were in town visiting, um, from wherever it is that they live, right, and uh, which is another state, and I met. I, I was. She asked if I could pick her up and take her to work because we live close together, and that way right. her folks could have her car to do stuff while we were working our long right. ten or twelve hour days, right? So I said, "Of course, I'll pick you up." So I go to pick her up the other morning, and out when I call her and say, "Okay, I'm outside," out with her comes this older gentleman. Like, old man, but I don't mean, like, old man in a rude way. I just mean he's, you know, yeah, 80 he's, yeah, or whatever right, he is, right. who's clearly her father. Right. And he – I so I get out of the car, and so I'm standing on the sidewalk when they when they get out. And um, and he has his hand extended, and he's like – I don't want to, you know, say what his name is. But, um, but he's like, you know, John Smith, good to meet you, and you're Tony, aren't you? Right. And, I mean, like, really spry and, like, totally the, with the eye contact. And – it was sort of like the M.O. was he was acting like he really wanted to meet me. But the truth was he really just wanted me to be able to have met him. Right. But not in an arrogant way, but he knows he's a fascinating character. Right. And that his daughter, who I love and work with and who's hilarious, it's probably interesting to get to meet one of the parents. Like, my father is very much that way. Right. He loves when my friends get to meet him. Right. Do you know what I mean? Like, right. he really feels like, wasn't that great for them? Yeah. Because he's such a charmer. And, he, yeah. and all my friends yeah, love him. Yeah, now we see where we get it from. Now we see where you get it totally. from, Tony. And my dad always says, whenever anyone says, you know, compliments me in front of my father, you know, he always says, oh, yeah, I hope someday when I grow up I can be just like him. He says that all, every time. That's so sweet. It's adorable. Though. It's really, really sweet. Oh, um, my and, parents are dead. And oh, Okay. Well, I'm, this is a great story. <laughs> see, Tori, you were right. It can and has gotten worse. Um, so... The father, Pappy, uh, 
goes on to we're having this conversation on the curb and he's like well i just want you to know that i hear the stories about how you're not treated very well at work you kids and i just have to say don't take it personally it's not about you you know the golden age of hollywood is just gone it's over and it's it's, it's never going to come back and i don't mean the fucking dick van dyke show anymore. well wait a minute he goes i don't mean like the the 50s people act like the the 30s to the 50s was the golden age of hollywood in the studio system no no i'm talking vaudeville vaudeville that was it that was when it was those were those people were stars. And he goes, ugh. someone asked this Liz Taylor. This Liz Taylor's got a new autobiography about. And I'm like, I don't want to read about her. She's not a star. Yeah, I don't want to read about her. Who's he after? Mary Pickford? That's the thing. I'm thinking if Elizabeth Taylor isn't a star. Yeah. Is a upstart. So uh, I just I loved his cantankerousness. That's was he a codger or a coot? I think oh, he's definitely a codger. Oh, yeah. for sure. And adorable. Yeah. And Penelope, uh, my coworker, told me that when I called and she yeah. said, okay, I'll come right out, he said, is that Tony? And then he said to his wife, oh, honey, Tony's here. Fix my hair. Make sure my hair looks all right. And should I tuck my shirt in or should I leave it? Like, he really stepped it and up. And it for wasn't you. like, oh, the gay guy's here and you know how critical they are. Yeah. It wasn't that. It was just that he really wanted to. That's lovely. Yeah, yeah. I thought it was he's just probably such heard a charming... nice things about you. I know. And uh, he was adorable. and That's go. good. I've written down Toblerone on my post-it. Why is that the definitive mini bar staple? Well, because it's not something you ever see you, at CVS. You only have them in mini bars. You only have Toblerone when you're in like a duty-free store or on or an airplane. It's a mini bar staple. I mean, maybe if you're in Europe, yeah, it's just everywhere. But I don't think so. I'm well-traveled. Yeah. Toblerone and also half Pringles. That's bullshit. We got... Uh, when we we just moved offices at at my work, mm-hmm. um, same floor, just a different, darker, more unpleasant uh, working <laughs> environment, and you know to keep us in line. And right. they um to sort of ease the blow, the the head writer went to Costco and bought us one of those like sort of trays with all the little small bags of chips in it, like sure. you would put in your kids' right. lunches or sell out of an ice cream truck or something, mm-hmm. and um and also. She got a couple of those 100-calorie pack right. boxes. It was like an assortment of those. And the 100-calorie Pringles are a little plastic, sort of like one half of like, remember legs, pantyhose? They came yeah. in that big plastic egg. It looks like half of that with like a foil top on it. And then it's got like seven Pringles in it. Oh. And they're not real Pringles. They're somehow rolled much thinner. Like, so the 100 calories of Pringles are just a negligible I'd rather amount. have two real Pringles than these seven Bullshit fake Pringles. Pringles. And it's a hundred, like, some That's, things aren't supposed to be 100 calories. No, no. Pringles are for vendors. I think it's been well established that once you pop, you, you cannot, stop. in fact, stop. You cannot. You can't stop at 100 calories. No. Now, I will say this. The 100 calorie version, I can totally stop. That's interesting. I can totally stop. They're so subpar that they're yeah. that they've thrown yes. off their brand. They've totally. ruined their brand. Bullshit. That's true. I didn't even want to do that thing where you put mm. in two upside down and make like a duck bill and then go. Yeah, didn't like that, do it. Conk. Didn't even do it. Wow. I know. That's wild. Fucking this year sucks. I know. Well, we oh, went on bullshit. a fun tour today. Tony um, and I went on a tour. It's a new tour in Hollywood called the Out and About Tours, mm-hmm. and it's a tour of Los Angeles for gays and lesbians and uh, B's and T's and Q's. And it's all about like gay history of LA. And I learned a lot. I got to say there was a lot about it that I sh- should be making fun of. Right. There's a like on paper. Yeah. Um, first off, they did something that is criminal where they say it's going to be three hours. Right. And it's really four hours. Right. 
And I, you know, I have about two hours yeah. worth of, of anything in right. me. And so three, I already knew was going to be a stretch. Right. And then that extra fucking fourth hour, you can't fucking blame that on traffic. I, yeah. That, but whatever it was, I still had a great time. It's fine. There and were then kinks. they also do this thing where they couldn't pass a lot of things because of construction or road closures because of Halloween and stuff. Right. But then they still tell you, oh, we were going to see this and it's really great, but we can't see it today, which you should never do on a tour. You should never talk about how if you'd come on another day, you would have got to see this thing, this great thing. Yeah. Just skip it. Just edit it. I learned that from being a tour guide at Universal. Right. That's just the way it is. You don't talk about King Kong if he's broken. Yeah. You just don't mention it. Yeah. All right? And then also, they did this thing that is so potentially, like, so it's never going to work, where when they pass certain uh, cultural, important, sort of iconic things, right. then they have a male and a female actor slash actress read these totally fabricated monologues. Well, I think there were actual quotes from people that were no there. No way were those quotes. I, don't I think, think they, they were. were quotes. I don't think they. I don't think they were written. I think they. I were I think pulled. they were totally written. I think they were researched and, and pulled. Well, I believe you're wrong. Okay, but and then they have them read them, and it's that's like eye roll city. But here's the thing, I loved those. I thought they were cool. I know on paper I should hate it. Right. And if I were to say someone, you go on this tour and they have this actor and this actress that read these. It'd be like, oh, I think fuck. they're real. Otherwise, what's the point of doing it? Well, I, I think, think they're... the point of doing it was just to give it Break some it humanity yeah. and, and stuff. But I, I it. felt like they were clearly all written by the same person. And it didn't sound like eight or nine different people talking. But they still, they did a great job. And it was such a fun tour. Right. And even though it was four hours and they pointed out, like, they did stuff that I would say, that's wrong. I still loved it. They were great. And I would recommend it. It was fun. It's very interesting. First of all, the LAPD made life hell for gays of for course. years and years and years. Oh, yeah. And when we got on the tour, we all got names of people that would come oh, up on the nice. tour. And I was Holly. I was Harry Hay, who did all kinds hey. of good things. You hey. have to say that every time they mention hey. anything about Hay, Harry Hay. The whole bus yeah. has to go, hey. And we learned about Hollywood rejects, which were hot actor types that the LAPD enlisted to try to entrap gay men. Well, you're kind of telling it wrong because you're already starting to spin it. Because here's the listeners, what you should know is when you're when everyone arrives, you're given you're just given a name tag right. that doesn't mean anything to you. Um, and he was like, "Hey, don't be offended, but here's your name tag." And my name tag said Hollywood reject. Right. And I was like, "Ugh, yeah. Well, I'm not offended because you kind of got fucking bullseye on this one, stranger." Um, and so, of course, it's I'm not really offended, but I right. mean, it's like you know. The one guy on the tour that I thought was really cute, right? That I talked to before the tour and was like, "Hey, I'm Tony. What's your name?" And he said his name was, and um, and I was like, "Oh, well." I was telling my roommate, like when we were getting ready to get on the bus, like, "Oh, I hope this guy, you know, isn't here on a date." And he goes, "Oh no, I'm here with my boyfriend, Tony." So yeah, not only it was a one-two punch of a fucking turndown because not right. only was he there with his boyfriend, not a date, boyfriend, but his boyfriend's name. Is Tony. Right. So that was kind of excruciating. His name tag? Rudolph Valentino. Right. Ain't no way to be fucking offended by that. And I'm standing there Hollywood reject. Right. So that's kind of, you know. Well, I had a crush on Tony, the boyfriend. Right. And observed them throughout the tour. And the Tony, the one that I had a crush on, was way more into Rudolph Valentino yeah. than, um, than, or else Rudolph Valentino was shy. I... Uh, because I felt like um, Tony had a lot of love in his eyes, and I'm worried that... Oh, Tony was all over him. Yeah. Tony did everything but feed him 100-calorie pack of Pringles. Yeah. 
during. By the way, they had snacks. There were they had, so many they, snacks. Tony, you have to love the snack I love the snacks. They were coming around with snacks every five seconds. And I had to say, I had a 100-calorie pack of the uh, Lorna Dune shortbreads, which right. I love Lorna Dune right. shortbread crackers. And they had the 100-calorie pack, and those are fucking really good. They satisfied. That was really good. It There were like a bunch of them in the little bag. Yeah. It wasn't like you get three. And they were really, really good. So I'm going to actually purchase yeah. those. And we learned about places like, for example, there was some old But I club. want to keep talking about Tony and Rudolph, Rudolph Valentino. Valentino because I felt like what happened was that Tony was like, hey, who was that guy about me that was talking to his boyfriend when yeah. he was in the John? And he was like, and I think he told him the truth. Oh, he was hitting on me, but I told him I was here with my boyfriend, so it's cool. And so I feel like other Tony was being really like peeing on his territory. You think that all that lovey-dovey was for show for you? Well, I think that it amped it up a little. Maybe Not for the first for me, half but hour. Just for... But I don't. I think that he was just way into him. Okay. I don't think it was for show. But and you felt like Rudolph Valentino wasn't as into no, him? no. So the you body think language. That really, really, you're a body language expert now. Yeah, because Tony had his arm around him and was like looking side to side, and Rudolph Valentino was face up to the front of the bus. Uh-huh. It was like you know how Abba, one turned sideways and the other one is facing forward. Wow, you really do know your gay history. I do Maybe know my ABBA gay poster history. Reference. I do. So you think that uh, Rudolph Valentino might be back on the market? Sometime yeah, soon? sometime soon. Yeah. But I can't date I can't date someone who has just broken off a relationship with someone whose name is Tony. Here's the thing. You have all these rules about I can't do this cuz he's Hawaiian well, and he's that. I'm like, <laughs> how does he treat you? Do you like him? Is he like you? Is he nice? That's it. It's not like, oh well, he was he went to that same market that Eric used to go to, and it's too close to Yogurtland, and we used to well, go there. There's a lot of parameters. Those were very real rules, Dennis, and I don't know that <laughs> I they feel be like mocked. the rules should just be, do you like him? Does he like you? That's it. Well, well we met as thing. a fuck buddy. I can't do that, because he used to be that. No, I can't be boyfriends with someone who I met as a fuck buddy. Come on. And listeners, back me up on that. Because you're always going to go, I met you on Craigslist, and we were fuck buddies for a month, and now if we're going to be or two months, or however long we were fuck buddies, and now we're supposed to be like real boyfriends, but I'm always going to think that you're on Craigslist behind my back. Right. But the same know, is true of you. That's how you yes, met. Yes, and you're never so going to no one should ever want to date me. you. No one should ever trust you. That no one should trust me that meets me as a fuck buddy, and then it, we so decide to let's So they're starting to assume that you've never done that? No, no, no. It's, of course, we've most of us, many of us have done that. Right. I don't expect... To go on a date with someone who's never, who's, you right. know, a virgin or like whatever. Right. I'm just saying if the way that you meet is online as a hookup, as fuck buddies, then you're always going to wonder about that other person. And they're pro- always going to wonder about you whether, like, are you secretly going online and doing stuff since right. that's how we met? Well, I think that. It should cancel each other out. If it you should. really like each other and you enjoy being together and everything else is there, then that shouldn't be the... Would that be... If you were really into him and you liked being with him, that wouldn't be a deal breaker, would it? You could kind of get over it. I don't know that I would ever be that into someone that... That's fair enough. I met and was fuck buddies with. Right. Because it kind of started off in a way that wasn't... Right, I, I don't think it I would ever, it. you know. But I know of people that met sort of maybe, on maybe if then, it was like a yeah. super magical thing, and yeah, and you know, if look, if the first time, if it was like supposed to be this hookup, but you walk in the door and your eyes meet, and there's something magical, yeah, and 
right after right that first time you're like we need to go out on like a real date or something then that's yeah. different right then it's like this is how we met but right out of the gate right. we both knew there was something right more than just fuck yeah, buddies there was chemistry this. but if you i'm saying if you are if you live the fuck buddy lifestyle right for the a fuck certain buddy amount code. of time yeah it's hard then to make that switch. i don't think that you can then transition yeah. you've already been on the wrong side of the tracks dennis been bad. i don't think you're your new money yeah. i don't think the old money establishment's ever gonna accept yeah. you fair enough i get it okay so anyway you were saying about the tour though that was interesting and then there was we would learn about clubs where um that were sort of gay clubs and if the cops were coming there was the star spangled banner was on the the jukebox mm-hmm. and someone would play it and that's how everyone knew to try to pair up with a lesbian or whatever and try not to look right. so gay and that's how the cops were coming but there was, and yet the cops never realized that when they would raid this place, it was always it was a always a star spangled banner that people were literally partner dancing to. Yeah. Well, that didn't seem peculiar. Yet they are hearing that it's a gay bar and that yeah. it's men dancing with men and women dancing with women. They're hearing it from all these sources, right? And yet every time they show up, it's star spangled banner, and it's really sissy men Polka. dancing with yeah. really burly women. That's true. Well, that doesn't. That's what they do at that place. All right. But also, if you got busted for lewd conduct, it was six months in the pokey. And then the second Well, offense, don't say in the pokey because that <laughs> makes not, it sound like a good That makes it sound like fun. Right. You, um, county jail for yeah. six months. And then the second time, you were sent to this place in Central California that had yeah. an exotic name. The and Alta Caca or the yeah. something, or the Alca, something like Alcatraz, but it was yeah. Alta, Di- I don't know. And the choice was lobotomy or castration. Can you yeah. fucking imagine? Well, first of all, we need to do a lot more of both. Yeah. Lobotomies in, and castration. Yes, absolutely. I've got a list right in, in my room. I could run and go get it right yeah. quick if you want. Okay. Uh, but uh, we for sure need to... Bring that back? Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> um, but I think that in this particular instance yeah it, it could be an overreaction yeah but lots of you know and you learned where there was one place that used to be a bathhouse that was apparently the the birthplace of the gay bang gang bang or what was it called they claim this <laughs> bathhouse's claim to fame the king of hearts what it was that it was the home yeah the place was called the king of yeah. hearts which is already kind of funny yeah and they are their slogan was Home of the gangbang orgy. Yeah. Which like, is like home of the Whopper. As if it's like the 48-ounce porterhouse. <laughs> yeah. And if you finish it in 20 minutes, then you, you're You don't have to free. pay. Yeah. Like, if you get 30 dicks in you, yeah. admission is free. Yeah. I don't know what, like, I don't know, like, it just, it's... That's where... It, and I... No, not gangbang, gang rape. It was home, it was home of the gang rape. Because I was thinking... Was well, it rape? I don't think rape was in it, the title. Gang rape. Because okay. I was like, well, there had been, ga- been rape. For centuries, yeah, before before there was there were brick and mortar buildings. Even yeah. people were getting raped in straw huts long <laughs> before the King of Hearts. Before there were even cards, yeah. to name this bathhouse after. Like you can't take credit for rape. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, I know they're not saying all rape, but they're saying gang rape. But let's be honest. Yeah, the, the day after the first rape. <laughs> I think came the first gang rape. I think right. it was a really short. They stepped it up right yes! away. Yes. It's a very and that would have been the slope, home. That would have been the home, the home so, of right. So yeah. So the home of the you know gang rape has got to be in Africa or Europe somewhere, right? But they took the slogan, they painted it. It's on. It's not in Los Feliz. Yeah. that's not fair. They've really yeah. 
And do you know that IHOP on Santa Monica Boulevard? I do. I've eaten there. There, we learned that there was some lesbians that got in trouble there once they for holding concerned. hands. Two they lesbians came in and held hands, hands, and they got kicked out of the restaurant on a Sunday morning. So they came back with a bunch of their lesbian friends, and they had a kiss in at that IHOP. They came back with twelve additional lesbian couples. Yeah. Which again, this couldn't have been gay guys because you couldn't because find twelve couples. You can't find twelve couples on a Sunday morning. That are going to be able to be there. They're all going to be like, well, well, first of all, well, Richie is uh, running, hiking the canyon. And I so think, he's not going to be there for 45 minutes. And he's at the King of Hearts. I have to pick up the dogs <laughs> yeah. from the groomers. Yeah. And, oh, no, I have to, if you yeah. need me now, I need at least an hour's notice because yeah. I have to put on Moisturize. my... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, well, I'm going to go tanning. And yeah. then what time can I be? Like, the gays would never have been They've there 20 it. minutes later. That's true. 12 couples. And also a couple of the couples that you would call... Yeah. Oh, no, we broke up last night. Yeah. They're not even together anymore Sunday morning. Yeah, I know yeah. I saw you last night. We were together. But can't you just pretend to be together for the kissing? <sighs> ask Henry. I don't know. What yeah. does he say? Anyway. Well, why can't you ask him? Because we're not speaking right now. And we learned a lot about... There were two people that were heroes that always were doing good things. Um, Troy Perry, the reverend. And right. who was the one that we do the fist for? The He was a black man yeah. who was like a fight the power. Yeah. And his last name was Kite. K-Y-T-E maybe. Mm, I don't something know. like that. But anyways, they were always stepping up, which was cool. I learned a lot. And I saw some beautiful parts of L.A., like downtown that looked fun and that we lake. We passed that lake in Echo Park with the fountains in it. Never seen they, it. I'd never seen live, although it's in the movie Gods and Monsters. Yeah. Uh, but I had never seen it. But it was fun. And I, you know, I date Mexicans. I've been to Echo Park. Yeah. Like, I'm not... Right. You know what I mean? I Believe me, I have for sure bought tamales on a street corner out of an igloo cooler. Right. From somebody within walking distance of that lake, and I've never seen it. It just it was so pretty. stupid, Tony. Stupid. I loved it. So, um, what else is going on? I don't know. We're gearing up for mismatch. I yeah. My medical issue is a little bit over, so I'm dialed it down. Now, I'm not when... popping the Ativans. I'm not on the Lyricas. Ativan? I got Ativan. What is that? It's It was for if I had an anxiety attack. But okay, I have so... not used it. It was to, uh, used on a case-by-case basis, as needed basis. But I have not needed to bust one out. Because I had a couple That's full good. tilt boogie anxiety yes, attacks. Yes, you did. Yes, you did. I um, am now, I'm going to make like one of those Advent calendars. Because I literally now, I'm 31 days away right. from my 40th birthday. Right. December 2nd, 40th birthday. Yeah. I I need to die in my sleep before then. I really, right. really do not want... It's like the monster at the end of this book it's, with Grover. It's, like, it's literally like, don't turn so the page because there's a monster at the end of this book. Right. I am full on freaking out about it. But so look, I'm Tony, I've turned 40 Ativans. several years ago, and look how well I'm doing. Oh, well... It's not... Oh. Between you and Tori, I just really am just terrified. Uh, but I do have – I did something smart, which was that I booked uh, a theater for December 6th here in Los Angeles. So yes. the, the Celebration Theater uh, on uh, December 6th, which is a Sunday night, yeah. probably 7 o'clock. I don't know. I haven't picked like a time yet. But I'll do a whole evening of stand-up. So just me for like an hour, yeah. hour and 20 minutes maybe. Do you have a name um, for it? I think we'll probably call the show Tony Tripoli colon I shit my pants. I think that's probably so you can so you're gonna tell your shit pantsing story. Oh, at least story. I have so many. I have so many. It's yeah. really embarrassing. Yeah. Uh, and so, but I do want to be clear that that's Tony Tripoli colon I shit my pants, which is spelled Tony Tripoli comma C O L O N comma <laughs> Just I shit no my reason. pants. Yeah. So it really it's not yeah. like the punctuation mark colon. So right. anyway, if you're around. 
uh, in Los it's Angeles. It's gonna be great. Check it's gonna it be out. a great you night. It's gonna be like your HBO special. It is. Yeah. Well, we're gonna we're gonna record it and try to make nothing happen again in in uh, t- 2010, 2010. The way that the chandelier ruined 09. Wow. Now you can always uh, get in touch with me directly at TonyTripoli.com. You can always email Dennis directly. Uh, at dennishensley.com but yeah. it's so much easier to reach both of us together Tony look at this at is the comedy couch at gmail.com the comedy couch at gmail.com Dennis what are you showing this me? I'm showing Tony the graph of our stats on our blogging page so this is how we started now with not very many um, downloads and then it's sort of growing growing wow. growing and then look at October bam through the roof well, what is that big dip right here well it's November but we haven't really done any in November right yet. here um, well, we got that? a big dip. We we had a dip between August and then down a little in huh. uh, September. I'm not sure why. Maybe because we were bumming everyone out. Oh, like, dude, all time downloads three thousand eight hundred eighteen. October downloads a thousand. A thousand people downloaded. But that's the whole month. So it's maybe wait. Like the month th- is over, and we only had a thousand people download this month. No, not even a thousand. A thousand downloads. So that means for if we did four podcasts, yeah. So, um, 250 people are yeah. listening to this podcast. Yeah. Well, that's bullshit. You fuckers need to start telling your friends. But how, you know, I'm I not going to dredge this shit up for 200 people. <laughs> this is fucking bullshit. I thought you would, I thought you would appreciate no, the growth. No, I do not appreciate I yeah. am really, really troubled by Tony, this. Tony, let me tell you a little about my philosophy. <laughs> I love being creative and fun and sharing and doing my thing and all that stuff. And I never expect to get a check or anyone to listen. Or I just do it for the sheer thrill of it. Well... So when I see a little jump like that, I make it makes me happy. That's because you have a yeah. good attitude, Dennis. You're the nice one, right? I'm, I'm the, the cranky bitter full. one, right? Yeah, you're fully. You are half glass full. Yeah, and I am half fucking leaking, yeah. and not only half empty, but leaking and right. draining slowly to fucking empty nothing. Right. That's me. There well, you go. Well, I had this moment in therapy this week. <laughs> I believe that no matter how good I do something or how much I bring it, it's yeah. not going to lead to anything. That's where I'm at. Well, you act like that's like a crazy statement. No, but yeah, but it's We've a sad We've got a couple state years of worth of proof to back that oh, up. Oh, please. Of more than a couple. But yeah, it's, it's, that's too bad. So I'm trying to work that in therapy. Wow. And it's... in my life coaching thing, I've started working on the email that I send to like everyone I know saying, I need a job. Right. Yeah. I really need a job. job. Yeah. So I'm, I've written that I version in my head a lot. And one version is very much about feel sorry for me, and which I won't send, but that's the one I play in my head. Uh-huh. So now I'm working on the new one that's like, you know, just hitting rough patch, yeah. kind of, you know, here's what I got going on, but I need to make some money kind yeah, of Yeah, I've got a little bit, of, i got a little opening in my schedule. <laughs> yeah. If, I could, if you want me just to pop in <laughs> yeah. for a couple Maybe grand a week. Maybe there's something I could do. Sure. For, yeah, some, you know, my skills or whatever, yeah. Yeah. So that's where we're at. Well, we're really ending this one on another fucking up note. But I do remember that skit. We never did it on the air where um, if we had a Sarah McLaughlin um, bad, a sad song, how you I think you pretended to be her manager and someone would call and want to get a song. For well, her. if you want in the eyes <laughs> yeah. of an angel, yeah. like that's one phone call. Yeah. And she's there yeah. and there's a flat rate for it. Yeah. And she's like, the yodeling's not extra. Yeah. Though th- we can throw that in. Right. But you know, it's got to really, really be in an uh, in an inappropriate award show that's supposed to be a festive, yeah. happy evening. Will you do? Um, what about dead animals? Can you, can show, you do? Can I have well, angel you have for to dead show animals? Some, you have to show. There has to be a slide presentation with it of s- some either humans or animals that are are now dead. Right. 
I was wondering if we could get Sarah to come and do one of her songs for people who are cutting themselves. Well, has anyone died of it? I'm sure. Okay, well, we need to open with How them. much is for Angel? What if we want a... Can we get Angel for that? Oh, yeah. Oh, for sure. What okay. else would you, why, would you, why else would you be calling well, Sarah McLaughlin the Sarah McLaughlin hotline? I was afraid that Angel was going to be too out of our price range and that we'd get, like, a B-side, but had like that same that feeling. Like Adia? Adia? You want Adia? Yeah. How much for Adia? Well, it is substantially less. <laughs> okay. I gotta say, but, you know... Do yeah, we have to send a car? <laughs> oh, you oh, you for sure have to send a car. Absolutely. <laughs> and it needs to be uh, the windows need to be blacked out and uh, the radio needs to just be playing Angel and Adia all the way to the venue. <laughs> but I do love the woman that gets the call. I don't know can what we use the original the even song. joke was. I think it was the it was the woman it was the manager that called fielding calls for Sarah McLaughlin. Well, you can't have Angel and, unless there's a slideshow of dead somebody's dead. Yeah, and there was very like you can't get a, it's not you know you really no, they're not dead but they are burned almost beyond recognition. Oh, oh, I don't know that sounds that sounds very Adia that doesn't sound Angel. <laughs> yeah. A couple of them are toddlers. Oh, you uh, know well, what? Then, Let me talk to Sarah about it. I think we might be able to make. We this don't work. usually give Angel for less than ten grand in a slideshow. But. Yeah, but if you've got burnt toddlers, <laughs> then are any of I'm them to... charred and still smoking in in the photos? Like, yeah. I think that I really do think that'll push it over. Are any of them holding a charred pet? Oh my God, that would be yeah. that would be really good for you. I could actually knock like a thousand dollars off her quote yeah. if you do that. And you guys get hair and makeup. You're gonna do her hair and makeup. Yeah. Okay. Now, if you've got seriously, if you can deliver on the charred pet, <laughs> I, I don't. I think she'll drive herself to the venue. I don't even think you'll need to send the car. I, I really do think that that because that's that really hit, that's her sweet spot. That hits her where she lives. Uh, Just the request for those songs, those dirgy songs. All right, that's it. Shall we wrap it up? Let's wrap it up. All I, right. We should be playing Angel as we go out. I know, uh, but we no longer have the technology. No, I'm not. Well, I, I'm not gonna for 250 people. I ain't gonna fucking. That's a lot. You of fuckers work. need to talk about the comedy couch with Dennis Hensley and Tony Tripoli. I am. This is like on NPR, or as I like to call it, Jazz for No Reason. This is like when Jazz for No Reason does their monthly membership drive, yeah. which they act like happens once a year, yeah. but it's every goddamn month. And uh, and they they I'm issuing a challenge. Yeah. I want every listener to during the month of November to get two new listeners to subscribe to the podcast. I think that's great. That's a challenge. So we are in October. We have. But we're growing. You saw the trend. It was growing. I understand that. We have 1,000 downloads. We need to have 4,000 downloads. By the end of November? Yeah, because that would... Wait a minute. No, it would be... 750. 8,000. Because if we already have 1,000 downloads now... Yeah. That's like divided by four. Because one a month. Those people each got two more people. Yeah. What's the math on that? I don't know. And they told two friends. I'm not sure. So, yeah. So, I think we need it to be 4,000. All right. I feel like that's cr- the crazy man. Whatever, fuckers. The important um, thing there is there's growth. Yes, and we want you to also uh, check out our sponsor, Dr. Kiss. It's the world's greatest lip balm. It's true. And you can find out more about that at VanityMark.com. That's true. All right. And uh, Clean George, too. We love that. CleanGeorge.com. Yeah, CleanGeorge.com. It's a non-natural, right. alcohol-free hand sanitizer. We love you. We'll talk to you later. Goodbye. Bye.